There are some wine reviews I feel I feel like I've done enough research. I've had I've had the right mindset. This one this one is going to be slightly different. A couple different parameters, but we're going to get through it together. Welcome to Sick Palette Podcast. I'm your host, Deepa Shreeder. We're going to get into it. You know what I realized? I realized I don't have to do a full intro. This is, this is what an idiot I am, right? Because you're coming to the substack. You're coming to the substack. And you're probably, like, you probably already know what the deal is. So I'm going to stop doing a full inter- intro. I think, I think, who is this for? You know what I mean? We don't, we don't have to play by the rules. We're not exclusively on Spotify. We're not, we're not doing any of that. Just like, it's just rocking. Like it's a free-flowing recording in the middle of a substack. Just like early 90s internet, it feels like. I don't know anything about early 90s internet. I was I was around in the 90s, but like I wasn't having access to the internet in the early 90s. We have really gotten away from the thing, haven't we? And I'll tell you why, okay? I had to make decisions with this wine early in the morning. I have been full discretion. Um I have been up since 5 a.m. No, I've been up since 4 a.m. Cooking since 5 a.m. Because today is Wine Wednesday and it is the last supper club of 2021, which is super exciting. So that gets me to what the fuck we're reviewing. I promise you we're reviewing something. Um... I'm really excited because I've been wanting to try uh, this particular wine from this particular company. I really love most of the stuff they make. Um, Las Hadas from Sonoma. Um, They have come out with wine cans. And I am somebody that's never really had a good canned wine. I know that they're around now. It's not that big of a deal, but you know, it, it's still, it's still hard to find that, that same sort of, I don't know, sparkle, spark, you know what I'm saying? It, it always tastes, um, whenever I have a canned wine, it, it kind of tastes a little dead, which is kind of the opposite of natural wine. The reason why natural wine I think has like this um, this huge resurgence over the past few years is, you know, it's it's unpolished, it feels alive, it's constantly changing. So I was really interested to see um, how Lazarus, which is really all about the natural wine, um, how their canned wine was going to taste. So they have a line called Waves, and uh, they've got a rosé, they've got a red, and they also have a white. Um, I was getting, I was, I was able to get because, of course, it's sold out because they have brilliant marketing and they have brilliant wine, so sold out really everywhere. But 
my local wine store had a couple cans left. And so I got them and, and it, I wanted to do double duty. Obviously it was going to be great for the podcast, but also, um, I am making for one of the courses for this particular wine Wednesday beef tongue. Um, and instead of braising it in beer, I was like, well, this is a perfect opportunity, you know, for this particular supper club, though it's, it is called wine Wednesday. Um, we should use wine and I feel like wine coming from a can kind of hits the spot. So yesterday when I was taking my tasting notes, I essentially, um, I realized I was just in the mindset of cooking beef tongue for tacos uh, that me and another chef named Matt, Matthew Perez of Austin, Texas, um, were making tonight. And so that's kind of where all of my notes, I, I looked at them this morning and I realized like all of my notes about tasting this wine have everything to do with whether or not I want to use it as braising liquid for this beef tongue. Um, so it doesn't have the same uh, wine review content uh, as the ones before, but I, I, think, I think it's kind of interesting to take a look at a wine and see uh, which one you want to drink and which one you want to cook with. And the rule is with cooking and drinking wine, it's the same. Don't cook with bad wine. It, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, let's just think about it logically. Even though, you know, you're going to be able to hide it with the meat and the spices and the flavors, it's still shitty wine. It's just like when you use shitty ingredients, right? If you source food and, from like anywhere, your food's just going to taste kind of like, okay, whatever, most of the battle of great food is where you source it from. So source your wine uh, that you're going to eat along with what you drink. I mean, just make sure it's like the same source. It's probably going to be a little bit more expensive, but your food is going to be way better. And like everyone, everyone should always be having great food. That's just, you, you're just going to have a better, a better day. You know, I, whenever I have a shitty meal, one that I'm not completely satisfied, it's, it's like my whole day's, my whole day's gone. That, that doesn't sound like I'm a very productive individual, <laughs> but it's true. That's how important it is, you know? Um, but anyways, so, um, w these were my notes from last night. So it was around midnight. I took a couple of these cans. It took the rosé, took the red, and these are both um, 2020 vintages. Um, and so the first first one I tried was the rosé. Uh, first thing I say is, does does the can take away smell? It's got to, right? Because it can't really open up. And I I was I was wanting to drink it like straight from can, just because like. I think that's how you're supposed to do it, right? It's like you're, you're sipping from a can. I guess you could pour it in a glass. Are you supposed to pour it in a glass? Anybody that is canning wine, 
that listen to this podcast, let me know what is the intention of the winemaker? Are we supposed to pour it in a glass or are we drinking it from the can like we're some pirates? I don't know if pirates are drinking from the can. I'm just, I'm making a lot of wild assumptions here. Um, so yeah, I didn't, I wasn't able to smell the wine. I wasn't able to really kind of get that, um, part of the experience. Um, but it was to me, at least it seemed like a really tamarind tank. And I know that this rosé, I think it's made out of three different grapes, um, three different varietals. Um, there's a certain sweetness to it, but I didn't find it to be overwhelming. I almost found it to be something that I, I could see with lime and beef tongue, uh, ceviche marinade. Um, it was more floral, but I, I was really like, oh man, I could, I could see this swimming with some cilantro stems, you know? Um, so I felt like the rosé was where we were going, going with, with the beef tongue with, um, and then I tried the red, uh, it says in all caps, warm, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. It's a warm fucking wine, meaning like the the can wasn't, oh, also, um, I do recommend obviously having both of these chilled, but like the flavors were really warm, super cinnamony, like really, really cinnamony. Um, it was a little bit sweeter than I anticipated. You definitely get fruit. Um, it almost tastes like a chilled mulled wine, like really plum as hell, you know, um, with a little bit of butter on it. Okay, this is going to sound terrible just because when I think of stewed fruit, uh, I think of things that I never want in my entire life, i.e. stewed fruit. But this is kind of the taste of it. Not in a bad way. Um, I don't think the red is my style. Um, I found I found it to be something that was surprising how warm it was just because, you know, uh, I think this is supposed to be enjoyed as a chilled red wine. And I think, at least for me, I associate whenever I do have a chilled red wine um, for for that, that wine to kind of take on almost a um, slightly funky, maybe even a yeasty um, taste. Um, and definitely not sweet. And this wasn't sweet, like super saccharine, but it it was, there was a sweet undertone. Um, once again, like what I, what I would like to say is that even though that the red wine, the waves red wine is, I don't think it's my steez, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't upset that I was drinking it. Like, I still, it, you know, it's still a party, but would I braise, um, like a four pound Texas Wagyu beef tongue in? No. So I did go with the rosé. Um, it's actually still cooking and it smells amazing. So I would say, this is my review. I would say if you can, and I think it's sold out most places. But but this is a good note for next year. You know what I mean? When the 2021 comes out and you're like, I'm going to go to 
the, I think they have it in like 12 packs. I'm going to go get a 12 pack from their website because that's also a good way to make sure that they get most of the profits. I'm going to get a 12 pack of the rosé and I am going to make tacos for me and all my friends this summer. I don't know if it comes out this summer. Whenever it comes out, here's the thing. You can outdoor cook literally three, six, five days of the year. Some, unless, um, well, you can probably still do it in the rain. I've done it in the rain, in the wood-fired oven of supper clubs of past. Um, So anyways, if you're thinking, I want to have a really fun time, you know, most of the cans are going to go towards us drinking. Because, I mean, think about it. It's a 12-ounce can that essentially, I think it's 13.5 ounces. So, like, one can will do you. Like, you're going to be in a great, great shape. I will also say that drinking from... This was the most pleasant time I've had drinking from a can. I think I'm still... Um, if someone asked me if I wanted to drink, like, you know, a great glass of uh, Super Bloom, which is also from Las uh, Harris, or their Wave Rosé, I'm going to go Super Bloom. But, but, if someone handed me a can of the Wave Rosé, I would say thank you so much. It's still a pretty great deal. And I'd have a great time. But you know, that's 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 something that I will have to keep exploring. Wine in can. And it makes me feel like I am not of the people that I can't super get down with wine in can yet. But I can get down with wine in can used for braised beef tongue. I also don't know why I'm uh, excluding (laughs) certain verbs or adverbs in these sentences. I think it just makes the point clear. Wine in can, beef tongue. Do you think like paleo, you know how like paleo bros are always talking about how cavemen were eating? Do you think if you like talk like a caveman... You can like go to a paleo bro and convince him that wine in can is as old as bacon, which is also not as old as cavemen (laughs) and just confuse their whole diet. Just fuck up their whole diet. That, That is honestly the most perplexing identity, the paleo bro. By the way, I have no problem with someone with a paleo diet. I am talking about the identity of a paleo bro. He he lifts a lot and he will tell you that he lifts a lot or his t-shirt will tell you that he lifts a lot because it'll have like the name of the local gym that he also lifts at and then he's going to talk about how you don't actually need any grains, bro, because grains actually cavemen didn't eat them, right? And then if you tell them that cavemen didn't eat bacon either, or they didn't have butter coffee, they'll freak out. 
I say this with experience. So I think, I think we should start perpetuating just because I want to add another layer to this perplexing identity. You see a paleo bro and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Just tell him. Yeah. I was watching this history documentary and, you know, in one of the cavemen drawings, they're all just drinking from cans. Wine in can. As old as bacon. This is how you know that I have been up for too long. This, this whole podcast has gotten away from me. As soon as we started. But, you know, no matter what. No matter what. I'm going to get you something, you know. Some, some are going to be better than others. <laughs> That's how the cook that's how the cookie crumbles if you're doing this every week. <laughs> okay, so now that we have figured out what you want to braise with, what you want to drink, and like I said, you know, the red, you're still going to have a great time, but just expect warmth and cinnamon and I bet you I you know, I can see it in a punch. In fact, I got I got a couple extra cans and I've got to make the punch for tonight. I always make a, a wine punch because I, I, I really want people to know that I'm not an expert. You know what I mean? I want to find so many different ways of letting people know that. Um, oh, and I got some extra tamarind. That is what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to take a couple cans of the red, some mezcal, some tamarind. Oh, it's going to be a party guys. That's a real party. Okay. So red, red for punch, rosé for beef tongue. And I'm going to guess, because I didn't get to try it, the white wine in the can is going to be the like the one. It also just makes sense, right? I don't necessarily want to drink a red wine from a can. I think I could get down with a white wine in a can. So I'm going to find myself, you know, a Waves white wine version. Ooh, that was a tough sentence. And see and see what I can do about that. Um, what would I listen to if I was waking up early in the morning, you know, braising some beef tongue and maybe taking taking a couple couple sips, sips of this guy. Um I think some beach house, you know? Some some old Beach House. I'm talking about like maybe a, a 2010. Did did Beach House come out with something in 2010? I'm going to look this up right here. Beach House. 2010. Yeah, Teen Dream. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, so Beach House, Teen Dream. You know what else? I would listen to Felt. Do you guys remember Felt? That was um, the like rap super group of MERS. And who's that atmosphere? Uh, Slug. Slug and MERS. They had an album called, I think it was Felt 2, a tribute to Lisa Bonet, which is just a fantastic, that is, that is a great tribute. Everyone should be having tributes to Lisa Bonet, right? And felt did. So I would, I would and, and both of those are kind of like pretty easy early morning music. That's what I would listen to. 
I think those go really well and they can transition to a party if you're if you're starting your cooking like a little bit later or you're you're getting your tacos together some beach house some felt too a tribute to Lisa Bonet on your playlist I think you're gonna be happy yeah this is this is all I've got um I think I think we've we've done the review We've done it. Um, Next week. Next week, we have another paid newsletter. Um, I think, I think I want to, hmm, we can do a couple things. I want to see if I can do one of the recipes from this holiday wine Wednesday. Um, Thank you guys for all of the feedback on the roti mac and cheese recipe. Um, you guys are so supportive and really awesome. And it was really exciting to see how many people were excited to to be making this. And I really want to see if anyone does, you know, decide that they're going to take, take a weekend, make the roti mac and cheese. Like, take pictures. I want to see it. I want to see how this recipe lives um, beyond my my head in my hands. I need to get off of this recording. I am not making sense anymore. Um, follow Sick Palette uh, on IG, spelled exactly as it is on the Substack, and I'm I'm getting out of here. I gotta I gotta go check on this beef tongue. It smells amazing, and um, I'm gonna see if I can get in a little bit of nap. A nap before a supper club. I've I've learned that's that's the key to being a good host. Just just some pro tips from me to you. Okay guys. We'll talk again next week.